Hey, what's going on? It is episode 293 of the Hammer Man Podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I got to ask you, I know he came from the Cubs, but why does Eloy have to have his shirt unbuttoned <laughs> to his navel? And at first, you know, it's like... You're Abre- referring to Eloy Jimenez yeah, with White Sox. So Abreu has his down to about, I would say, his, his solar plexus, the, you know, and I, I was know. like, that's it's a little that. questionable. But yeah. then Eloy comes out and he clinical. looks like Don Johnson... I'm like, yeah. what is going on? Like, these guys do know they may have to slide, right? Dude, you know what? I don't there's know. Just, maybe people don't slide. There's so much attitude. Like, it, you, a, you can't hide it behind a jersey, can you? I mean, I, all I can say is, is I, I don't that know how every other I used to has. get really irritated. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, the pitcher for the Cubs who wore a straight brim hat. He was a, he was a black gentleman. It was tipped just to the right. It was just like canted off the top oh, of his head. That fireball or yeah. or hard is it Chapman? No, no, not him. That real skinny. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yes, the skinny guy. Oh, okay. it's, it's, it escapes me. But um, and I was like, okay, I'm I, I'm not feeling the flat brim. No, um, that's a millennial thing. It's it's you know what? It's just like I don't want to be that guy. The you know, hey hippies with the long hair. You know, people do generation. It really whatever. shouldn't be like, hey, this is how I dress for baseball. I this is why we have. Uniforms. So the Yankees, right? Everybody knows this. Uh, if you don't, I don't know where you've been living, but you know you can't have facial hair. They're, the Yankees are the most persnickety Major League Baseball team about their no facial apparent, hair. No facial hair. Also, your name doesn't go on your uh, the back of your jersey right. because it's not about you; it's about the team. So um, that so you have one team that's extremely uniform. I do love how they're like, "Hey, you can sign a three hundred ten million dollar contract." But it's not about you, dude. <laughs> okay. I mean, I guess I, I like it. I'm for it. I just feel like they were. Remember before they had the hemp necklaces were a big deal. Like this is probably early 2000s, yeah. like two three two thousand three two thousand. Yeah, back when Creed had a softball team. And all of a sudden, now we're wearing Flava Flav spinning. <laughs> if you hit a home run, they 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 knight you when you come into the dugout. They put like this uh, yeah. a giant spinner clock on you. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know what is going on, but it's funny because uh, so Eloy Jimenez, from the, a player on the White Sox, I just started noticing. Well, he hasn't been on the White Sox active roster for too too long. He came from the Cubs a couple of years, but I mean, actively playing more right because people are hurt, and so they plugged him into the lineup more this no, year. No, 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 no. He's very good. Has he always he, had his? He's very good. It's just that he got hurt, so he didn't play. Has he always had the mid naval? He had a bit, but now it's more. The Sox, dude, it's flowing, and you can see the Sox like, have more gold chains on their team than I don't think, and than any time I've ever seen any team I've ever seen before. It's crazy. Like they're straight. Like now, half their team is from Cuba and Dominican or whatever, <laughs> right. so they just bring their flavor with them. Right. But man, oh man, the White Sox are not like, hey, here's how we do things. They're like, yeah, just when you you made a post and you said it looked like a bathrobe, and I can't stop thinking about that now. <laughs> we yeah. appreciate watching him play. Well, However, it's like, bro, I don't. If you he may get an inside pitch and it may go inside of his jersey. He may have to fish it out of his jersey. <laughs> you know how like every once in a while in hockey, the puck will get stuck and yes. go inside the, the like goalie. Yeah, 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 yeah. like that. Well, not only that, but number seventy nine, Jose Abreu. I hope that's the right number. Jose Abreu uh, has uh, long chin hair. Uh-huh. The only he, separating him—that's the only thing separating him from Eloy. They—they they, they look very similar. Yeah. Well, but but uh, Abreu has long chin hair and he cinches it up with a little rubber mm, band. Yeah. 
So he's got a little like a uh, uh, witch doctor thing happening with his little Captain Lou Albano. He also has a few gold chains. So I, who was it? Yoan uh, Moncada always wore his a couple buttons open with a lot. Like when they when they they better hit home run because <laughs> yeah, when they don't do it, it's just dude. it's just jingle jangling right. like dude. It's like. Uh, it's it's it's. Well, you think you rough. swing and the thing? It's like a hula hoop where the, the chain goes all the way around. Your like those people that have like truck nuts on their yes. car. It's like just dang, that's just that happens. I it dude, would not surprise me if somebody walked out with gold truck nuts around their. Uh, oh, that'd be dude. And if you hit a, a two run ding dong <laughs> with your truck nuts, but they move independently of one another, not like you know the one piece <laughs> truck yeah, nuts. Yeah, it's synced up. It's uh, so it's tough though. Yeah, I went to the uh, this the outdoor mall in Michigan City, the premium outlet mall. Mm. Because the wife wanted to get a new purse and uh, the kids wanted to get some before school clothes. A lot of people do their back to school yeah. stuff there. And I decided I like I, I haven't worn a baseball hat in years, and everybody that's listening to the podcast knows it. It stems from my buddy who was balding uh, severely. <laughs> yeah. One day in a drunken haze. He got angry at me and was almost completely broke down in tears, dead serious, and was angry that I wore a baseball cap because I have a beautiful, lustrous, full head of hair. And he was like, how dare you wear a baseball hat? I have no other yeah. option. And I at the, I swear to you, from that day, I was like, you know what, man? I don't know how long I'm going to have this, but I feel like if you're mid-40s and you still have a full head of hair, you're, you're good. You're good. It may thin as you get old, old, but you're, it's not going to recede any further. I just, I think you're it not going to go like. I'm not uh, going bald before fifty. You're not going to go like horseshoe bald. Yeah, I think that's the case. Not well. It'd be crazy though if you're like, yeah, I made it to forty five, and then all of a sudden, right? Like, like you say, yeah, it will go back, and you'll have less. But come on, dude, keep so it real. I wanted to buy a baseball hat, and they have um, a lids there, so I wanted to get a blackout Mets hat, and. I looked at the blackout Mets hat and I was like, that is an awful hat. I hate it. Um, and I don't like, I have enough regular Mets hats, but I don't, that color blue, the Mets blue and orange, it doesn't go with any t-shirt you would wear. It's just not, that orange doesn't go with anything. That's on my A's hat. I have an Oakland A's hat, which I love, but it's that green and yellow. Yeah. And it's like, what do you wear this? It's gotta be like, you know how like dudes like just have like an accent. Like if you have Dennis Eckersley's mustache, you could probably, it doesn't matter what your shirt you're wearing. You could wear that hat. Of course. But if you don't, you can't. And I am a I'm a chromatic or black and white person. So like I said, I wanted a blackout hat, but I hated the Mets one. Um, I got a socks hat, and you well, should have well, seen well, well. you should have seen the struggle. It was I think it was like fifty bucks for this hat. You paid fifty dollars. Yeah, it was for... like forty something. But my wife was just like, it was almost like when I went to get the suit, where my wife was like that. That hat, that's that's it right there. Do they even sell regular hats anymore? Or are they all like crazy brims? No, no, this was regular. It, it, it didn't have the traditional socks logo. But it had the you know the guy swinging the bat and it's with socks yeah, instead yeah. of just the, the S. The hitman, yeah. So, um, so how come you I went did not, for my team instead of your? Team? I did not. I wanted to get a Mets hat. That's my team. The that's Cubs like is the my Cubs secondary more, yeah, team. Why don't you get a Cubs black? Uh, because I didn't. I have enough Cubs hats, and I don't. I don't like the Cubs. I don't. When you when you use the C and it's a dark colored hat, it's like is that a Bears hat? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I but you're in rare company. Most people don't go. Yeah, I have Cubs hats and socks. Well, that no, almost nobody does. I like baseball, and when I was really really into hockey in the '90s, uh, before Kevin Smith ruined the jersey look, I had hockey hats from. I don't know, 15 different teams 
and I would just wear them, whatever accentuated what I was, you know. That makes sense, but for our listeners that aren't around here, it's like having I, it's like having a Yankees hat and a Mets hat. Uh, you, that, like I have a Sox hat, I have an A's hat, but I don't have a Cubs and Sox. That's but that's too close to home. The one hat I did not wear, I was bought one, but I never wore it. it was a Blackhawks hat. Hated the Blackhawks. Didn't like their logo. Didn't like the look. I, I was just not. Hmm. You know, I, I had a New Jersey Devils hat that I loved. I love my Red Wings hat. Um, you know. Sharks, baby. I had Florida Panthers jersey that I used to wear all the time. Oh, yeah. Their first initial jersey. But anyway, um, so I bought this Sox hat. I walked. Now, first, I don't know what my head size is, right? Because Flex Fit is a style of hat that, like, it's just large, extra large, and you can, it flexes. Just like a lot of waistbands that they pants, they make these waistbands mm-hmm. nowadays, which, you know, everybody's a pregnant woman. So you could just walk around and get stretchy pants and they're jeans, but they're actually sweatpants that look like jeans or whatnot. Oh, yeah. So yeah, um, I'm the last person in the world that I wears put the hat pants. on. I got a, I, I got a seven and a quarter. And I was like, man, it's just a little tight, but just like shoes, you know, do you just have to break it in a little bit? It was giving me a little bit of a headache. And then I was, I had buyer's remorse because I'm like, man, I just paid. $50 for a socks hat of all things. And it's not even comfortable. But here's the problem. We've been going, the last five baseball games we've gone to as a family uh, have been through the socks a lot because the Little League around here, um, at least the softball, is sponsored by the Sox. So, like, the, every year your kid gets to go down there and go on the field, and the Sox do, like, a big thing where they invite everybody from the Little League down and whatnot. And they, they really put on a good show. I will say this. They have a parking lot. Huge. I made it to I made it there in twenty seven minutes to the parking lot. It was like walking into the stadium. And then in that parking lot you can drink your own beer that you bring. You can eat your own food that you bring. There were uh it was easy in, easy out, better way better food than Wrigley Field. I don't way care what better. anybody says. Way better. Uh a beer selection to 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 beat the band. To beat the band. But in my opinion, Looking at the field, Wrigley Field's a better looking, like gives me that baseball, like because it's daytime, yeah. whatever, you know, it's just, it is what it is. And the crowd's lively. And yes, people will say, well, that's because the crowd doesn't even care about baseball. They're just there to party. Whatever, yeah, whatever. the case is, yeah. it's always a packed house. Whenever I've gone to the Sox game throughout my entire life, I've been to way more Sox games than Cubs games. And it just seems a little flatter, maybe a little more family oriented. And it's like, it's the difference between going to somewhere where people are, are completely shit face drunk 80 percent of them to 60 percent. well there's a lot of, of other things to do at comiskey when the yeah. game's going on there's like the, the rain tent the kids zone right wrigley's like you're here to watch the game that's pretty much all that's going on i don't do the, now my daughter wanted to do the kids zone thing i've never you didn't been take there fundamentals no deck? my wife did i don't go there i'm watching a game it's like a movie theater when i sit down ass in the seat <laughs> until the end credits roll and then when you know marvel did that you know the stuff where they add stuff i'm like really i gotta stay even longer I will not go to the bathroom. I will not get up and get refills. Mm. I won't. I wouldn't. If my wife was like, hey, could you get me a refill? No, I cannot. Why not? Buy everything you need. I can't miss the movie because Why? I'm not going to be that guy that turns and goes, hey, what happened? I always feel like I yeah, have to. Yeah, but it's Fast and Furious. Like, you know, it's, it's just a car running I don't care. Here. I paid for it. I'm seeing it. My daughter was even in. The, she begged to go to that. You're like, hold on. Is Liam Neeson's daughter back yet or no? Anybody? You guys in the back? <laughs> she begged to go to the kids' zone, and then while she was there, there was a long line, and she was like, "I have to get back to the game." Um, and but it didn't hurt that we sat directly behind the uh, the Royals bullpen, and she got two balls. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. she had all kinds. Yeah. Of well, here's the balls. thing. Here's another thing. I, women, if you're a cute little girl or an ugly little girl, you could. Choose, it doesn't even matter if yeah. you're a little girl. If one of your daughters and you're cute, different. And the other one's ugly. 
uh, and you're not a little boy, and there's 30 little boys going, hey, throw me the ball, and then you are you have pigtails and glasses, and you're a little girl that uh, has I a see. mitt, they're going to throw it to you. You're getting it. You're getting the yeah. ball every time. Yeah. So she Make sure they can see your braces and everything. Like you want all <laughs> yeah. that. You want to like yeah. soak every point out of it. She she made it happen. She was so uh hurt. She said, All I want to do is I want to beat. They have like a in the kids zone, they have like a, a player and it's on like a dolly or whatever and it runs. That's just a player. And you run against it's it. It's number twenty two Scott Pacetting starting left. She blew Scott Pacetting. What is he what is he a lead ass, dude? She blew him out of the water. Did she? She blew him out of the water. Well, you know they uh I won't believe it. They She's super uh, fast. They augmented it when the, when a cute little girl comes up. They again, it's like it's like the wolf. It's like the bullpen. So uh, yeah, so she was in a hurry to get back, and I was still waiting for her. Uh, I don't get up to get food. I don't get up to get drinks. And now with COVID, you know they don't come around and, and you bark. don't get up to get food at a game. No, no. What, dude? Some because I know like three hours. I know that my wife constantly has to eat and drink and try everything, <laughs> so she'll take my son with her. And she'll be like, oh, you're co-. so I just see his ass get dragged around. Well, I used you, to have to. If you can tag I have team. a 16-year-old son, so I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. If you and can, I just say, I'll sit here with my daughter. I don't want her to get stolen. Unless your daughter gets up, then you'll, she you'll sit there with I mean, she'll, your if, chair. Yeah. If I sit there. Then I'll sit there by myself. They can right. all three go. <laughs> I'm not doing that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Once my son got old enough to use the bathroom by himself, I was home free because I can't take her into the boys' bathroom. And, you know, it's not all the rest is... Uh, it's a couple of rough years up front. I've taken them without any help before, and it's all foam fingers and yeah. popcorn. And yeah, you, you do that stack. spoiling stuff. They it's don't expect that from me. It's tough. No, they don't expect that from yeah, me. Yeah, I do. Well, we don't go a lot. You know, when you go, you got to live. You got to YOLO, bro. Uh, I tell you, I'm trying to spend my money faster I, than my wife. My wife spends money on food and drink, disposable stuff, not not sure you could buy a shirt online you don't need to buy a, a hat or a, you know the batting helmet with the ice cream in it or any of that kind yeah. of garbage no, we'll we buy one and the whole family will stick a spoon in it you know yeah it's gonna get wasted anyway you know that but i'm full of shit though because um the socks have a thing like on sunday sometimes they have like a family day mm. or it's like it's like a hundred bucks or something it's not a lot 80 bucks and you get like four you get, each four, get a hot dog each yeah four yeah. tickets four hot dogs four sodas it's like that's it's Dude, for way, like 80 but I mean, that's... You great know. deal. Super easy in and out. Safe to get in, safe to get out. I mean, it's just... Uh, the, the setup is way better. You're still... So. Even with a great bargain like that, though, when you park and it's all said and done, you're still in for 200 bucks, dude. The hat fits great. It looks great. It matches because everything I have is black uh, or navy blue. And... But it's still a socks hat. So it's still hard for me to get over. But my wife is like, I think I'm a full socks fan at this point. Not... She thinks she is. Good for her. And I'm just like, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm a fan of baseball, and the fact that you want to go to a baseball game that doesn't require me to go to the far north side of the city, have no parking, and then spend all day and night in Wrigleyville drinking, and then have to or her, and then I have to drive her home. I'm, I'm I like I'm that down, she's dude. being converted. I'm, I'm down. happy. I'm happy for her. So plenty of room on the south yeah, side. That's great. There definitely is because usually the stands aren't that full. That's so always the Cubs joke. But you watch, you watch. <laughs> well, anytime anybody, anytime anybody starts making a, a serious run, then yeah, the seats are the asses. People are come seats. when you get good. It's the but same. Somebody this bothered me to no end. Somebody said I put a picture of my hat uh, on me and my hat on Instagram. I missed it. And uh, a buddy of mine said, "Oh, you're a, a bandwagoner." 
And I was like, no, I'm not no, a bandwagon. Right. I'm not wearing a hat because of, because of that. I, in fact, now I won't wear it again until the socks suck again. And I'll just start wearing it. I'll go buy a different black hat for $50 You're gonna just to show you I am not a bandwagon. You're only going to wear it if they're bad. I just like baseball. So when it comes down to the playoffs, I'll watch every single game and every single, you know, all teams. It doesn't matter. I appreciate baseball. Well, good. You should. What do you appreciate? You know what? We would appreciate to hear about this box of lies that you you you, you tickled <laughs> yeah. our fancy with last week. Oh yeah. Hey, I'm looking at a picture of you, but it's a it's a White Sox hat, but it's got a white logo. Yeah, the hat's black though. Oh, it's got the, yeah. I thought the, it was a blackout one though. No. no, no, no. I didn't go with the blackout. That's I wanted to one? get I wanted to get a blackout Mets hat. Yeah. Oh, that's a great hat. Yeah. 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 She, looks looks good on you though. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's a great hat. <laughs> it's great. Um. Shoebox of lies. So we ended up, we ended up last week where I was telling you how I was trying to spend my money faster than my wife. My wife. I've always been, not always, and I'm not great with money, but I'm getting better about, all right, we, you know. For, for the fans, in all fairness, people have called you for financial reasons to ask you about, you know, putting money away and sure. investing. Yeah. Those people were scammers. Stocks, bonds, from, those bonds, people yes. were scammers from the Caribbean. However... Still, yeah, but they have asked. they but have come a calling. If there's a prince in need, I have a few bucks for you. <laughs> right. Is the thing. No, so um, what the heck was my point? I can't remember. Shoebox of lies. Shoebox of lies. Um, so I'm not I'm not good with money, but I once hemmed and hawed for, well, literally since 1993, I hemmed and hawed about buying a pair of Nike Air Hirachis, and I took 27 years to make that decision. I finally bought a pair for 100 bucks. Wore them once and then sent them back in the mail. So I don't love making big purchases. They scare me. I nickel and dime. I'm a little more like your wife. Like I'll go out for drinks or food or whatever. But when it comes to big purchases, I worry about it. So how are you like my wife? Uh, in that I don't mind spending it on consumable like uh, treats. Right. You know what I mean? She also doesn't mind spending it on the, <laughs> oh, yeah. the well, big ticket. I'm, a, I'm like 50% of, okay. of your So skip, skip ahead to... Um, I, I worry about making decisions like this, right? Now, skip ahead. I wake up one day and I, I it's payday, so this is my routine to look at my bank app and and see, make sure that the bank deposited my check, and I just that's what I do. I look, and the my balance is pretty much the same as what my check is. I'm like, well, that's funny. That means I had zero dollars. Wait a minute. I start looking. I don't know if I told this story before, but someone stole my credit card information. No, you have not. Okay. Well, someone stole. I don't have a credit card, but my bank card, whatever. So somebody stole my information. Your debit card. Yeah, yeah. And down in Champaign, Illinois, they were they bought like four thousand dollars worth of like truck tires and all this weird mm. stuff. Several big purchases, like legit over a thousand dollars. I got to go to the bank. They were cool about it. We put a stop on it. It's all good. I got my money back. But in the interim, I take advantage of this. Never let a uh, what do you call? It? Never let a what go to waste? Never let a disaster go to mm-hmm. waste. Is it? Yeah, something like that. I don't think that's just the word. Never let something good turn into something that's bad. That could be good. Anyway, so I go, uh, I tell the family, I go, hey, credit card information got stolen. So, and like you said, we kind of do spoiler because like every day it's like, hey, you guys want to go to Fun Flatables again? You want to go to Sky Zone? It's been four minutes since you've been there. Um, So I tell the family, I go, hey, for the next week or so, we got to chill. Someone kind of stole all our money. I'm trying to fix it. We, we just, we can't be extravagant for a week. Not that mm. we ever are, but we get, you know, we got to chill out. So my family, they're all like, okay, yeah, no problem. It's all good. 
Well, we're talking about daughters today. So my sweet baby angel daughter comes up to me about three days after that. And she goes, <laughs> she's not going to be happy to tell the story. She comes up and she goes, hey, dad, you remember how you said like we, we didn't have any money and we had to chill out? And I was like, yeah, I remember that very, very distinctly. She goes, well, you don't have to worry about that anymore. We do have money. Like, oh, really? We do? That's, I thought, okay, she's, I've seen enough episodes of Family Ties mm-hmm. and Andy Griffith to know what's coming. They're going to go up to their little piggy bank. Mm-hmm. They're going to go, here, dad, I've got 370. Right. Is this enough to save right. us? You know? I thought you were talking about the one with Tom Hanks, the drunk uncle. Was somebody? Mallory. No, never mind. What's, what's the um? What's the boyfriend's name? Nick. Nick. Nick comes in with his dangly earrings. Like, That's not Sylvester Stallone, no. right? Because it's, no. it's supposed to be, though. No. Scott Valentine. It's Frank Stallone. That's his name? Yes. I don't know why. Please tell that. me he's related to Emily Valentine. I don't think so. That's sweet, her character's sweet. name. Who? Emily Valentine is a character's name. Oh, that's not name. her real name? No. His real name is Scott Valentine. No, no, no. The, the girl from 90210. That's her character's like. name. It's Emily Valentine? Yeah. Yeah. She's a dreamboat. Anyways, so so here we are. I'm thinking she's going to come up and have one of these hallmark moments where she goes, I've saved up $11 and you can have it. First of all, my daughter would never do that. She would go down with the ship and she'd be homeless in an alley with her $11. Um, I say, what do you mean, babe? What do you mean we have, have money? She goes, yeah, I found a bunch. And I go, oh, is that right? You found some? Again, I'm still thinking it's cute. She goes, yeah, it's in your room. Come here. She goes into my room. Underneath a bunch of clothes and boxes is a shoebox. She pulls this shoebox out. It's filled with cash. It's filled with money. It's one, ones, tens, twenties. Dude, she opened it. It was like Indiana Jones and the, um, the Lost Dark when like, mm-hmm. dude, Nazis' faces started melting and stuff. <laughs> and there's like spirits swirling around. And Noah got pissed. Yes. No, Abraham probably. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's both, the father both of all. Of yeah, so they're both in the good book, right? Uh, so. Yeah, there's 10s, 20s, 1s. There's got to be, I don't know how much, I mean, you know, at least a few hundred for sure. And I'm like, what is this? She goes, yeah, yeah, we have money, so you don't have to worry about anything at all. And I was like, so I eventually, I was like freaked out. When my wife comes home, I go, hey, so what's up with this shoebox full of money? She goes, oh, you knew about that. And I go, I knew about the shoebox underneath another box, underneath a pile of clothes. Like, it was clearly, like, all right. You remember when Darth Vader had the uh, the escape uh, pod? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean. That's kind of what's, yeah, yeah, no, this is, yeah, I know. This was like a bug out box, right? Yeah. And I even called her. You ever seen Sleeping with the Enemy? I told her, I go, is this a bug out box? And she goes, what's that? And I go, you have to watch every episode of MASH to understand what bug out <laughs> is. But uh, she goes, yeah, you knew about that. And I go, no, I didn't. It looked okay. The mom should close your ears right now. You know when you're at a t- there when you're when you okay. If you have teenage boys, there's certain drawers you don't want to check. There's certain areas for a couple of years just don't clean that part of the room. That's how she hid this box. It was like, don't go in here. And so she goes, yeah, those are my tips. I knew. And I'm like, how come they were in a a box that was unmarked and buried in a spot that I didn't? She goes, yeah, no, you totally knew. And like, she has this ability to. uh like Teflon armor, no matter what I say about it, she's just like laughs like, oh yeah, that's just, you know, you know, like she, this is what a lot of pretty girls do. They just smile and they go, ha ha ha, it's a joke. And they walk away and take all your money. So it turns out she had just been taking her money that she makes at work. Cause 
I'm not going to get into money stuff, but my money is our money. And apparently her money is not our money. To be so fair she to had her, a bug out hair, box, dude. Fair to her, she's a hairdresser. What is, so it's like... Well, I don't want people to think your wife's a stripper. Oh, oh yeah. Well, how do, it sure looked like it with this box, dude. It sure as hell looked like. Yeah, there was some... some I was, was winking to everyone in the audience. So that was what I referred to as the shoebox of lies. She swears that I knew about it. <laughs> She's basically like, yeah, you knew about that. She goes, how do you think I've been paying for stuff? And I go, uh, with the money I make. So anyways. Because that's also missing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. It's like, okay. Because I saw the statement and, you know, I don't know. I thought you knew about the mortgage and the cars. and sh- So it's been this point of contention in the house about the shoebox. I'm glad you, you know what? Isn't it good to, to, to let it out? It, it, it kind of is. But, but here's what else is good. I told her, okay. Okay. If you got a shoebox of lies, that means that, that means that, you just have money to buy stuff like hidden whenever I go, guess what? My checking account or our checking account is now my shoebox of lies. So what I'm going to do and what I've already been doing. Oh, this is fresh. This is fresh. <laughs> so I told you last week about how she came home with a yellow couch. Mm-hmm. Didn't ask me, just brought a couch home. So I said, if you have a shoebox and you're just doing this, now we have an arms race. So I've been talking about, I told you about the, the best cup of coffee I had in the mm-hmm. world. Guess who's getting a whole pour over system, baby? I bought one of those electric boil kettle things. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's amazing. You know what I'm talking about? The, what are you talking about? The pour over, like the Chemex kit? But yeah, yeah, the Chemex kit, but I just bought a kettle that has a digital thing. Oh. So I've been using a French press. I'm still, mm-hmm. still after all this, I'm like, oh, I don't know, 35 bucks is, it's a bridge too far. So I bought the boil kettle and uh, now I've been making French press coffee mm-hmm. at exactly 2.05. I let it bloom. Oh, dude. I'm making some. You can see the oils swirling around. I'm making some. Of the You're best that coffee. guy now. I'm, dude. Yeah, you know what? I didn't even want it that bad. I did want it, but at this point now, I'm like. So I bought my PA, mm-hmm. bought my French press. So now it's if you guys, one day you go, hey, just Ben's not on the show. It's because he doesn't. He doesn't. You're too busy. He doesn't live close anymore. He had to move far away because he couldn't afford his You're house. Showing anymore. off your wares to Robin Leach. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's got to be. So. <laughs> Now I'm basically all the work I made to like try to be frugal and save money. Yeah. I'm undoing all of it. I'm just going like, hey, you want something? We went to we went to Great America and I was yes dad. My kids are like, hey, can we have this? And I was like, yeah. Can we get, uh, we want to go on a ride. Can we, we want Dippin' Dots? And I was like, nah. Yeah. Are people masked up there? No. Well, maybe like 20%. Really? Like, not many. That surprises me. Why? It just seems like uh, that would be. Illinois? I mean, it's Illinois. Yeah. So it just, and it seems um, like there's like a big. Especially where kid, where there's like a lot of kids running yeah. around. I'm not saying the kids would be masked. Yeah, but right. I think because the vaccines were out for since like I just feel like every. But now I'm with people have touched. You know, having had touched everything, and I have tickets to a couple concerts coming up in the next couple months, and I'm already anticipating that those shows are not going to happen. I just have yeah, a bad dude. feeling we're going to be back where we were because I saw an advertisement for like the Metro saying like, hey. Uh, and I don't have any tickets for anything there, but I know a lot of people are going to follow suit saying like, hey, you know, for everybody's safety, you have to wear a mask the entire time unless you're drinking. Oh, at the Metro. Drink. Yeah. Yeah I, yeah. I got the same email. I got the same email because we're going to see the Toadies again in October. Yeah. Dude, listen to what I'm saying my brother is. They send an email that goes, you have to be, this is, so, this is the most insane thing ever. I send them a screenshot so they know, hey, just so you know ahead of time, wear a mask. It says vaccination Within 14 days right. of the show, my brother goes with a negative or or a negative. T- I thought it was vaccination, or you have to have a negative test within 48 hours or a 24 hour. There was there was a couple other I think, stipulations. But. I think it's vax cards plus mask. Okay, both. So my brother 
the craziest person in the world goes, dude, that's crazy. I'm not getting the vaccination again just to go to this show. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He goes, it says you have to have it within 14 days. I go, no, I mean, it's clearly the in- inherent. You had to have had it at least. At the, at the- There's a tacit agreement. Like, <laughs> it means it was 14 days for the incubation period or whatever, right. you, whatever you call that. He's like, no, dude. And, I, and my brother goes, read it again. And then my other Nate goes, read it again. And Mark goes, I read it like three times, bro. I'm not getting vaccinated again. So I was like, no, I don't think they want you to get a vaccination per concert you go to. So you're like, dang, dude, I want to see the next uh, band in like three weeks too. I guess it's back to get another another vaccination. So really vaccination. hurt my arm. And the second one, it knocked me on my ass. But. I've had, yeah, I've had 36 vaccinations because I just love live music. And I'm so happy that it's back. So I, uh, I don't have a lot of money, but what I do have, if you guys want stuff, let me know. Um, please just have it. Buying buy it off the record? Just, I don't. Or I, on the record. I don't want like, it. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I might buy a few of those PAs just to just. Squ- oh, but dude, Great America was, um, how, when's the last time you were there? Oh, man. Before my kids were born, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. It's been, I think I took my nephew to Fright Fest in like the mid let me check that. I don't even think it. I think it's before I got married because I don't even think my wife is. I have never been there with my wife as far as I remember. Do you remember it being a magical place? No, I remember it being is just a little bit better than Indiana Beach. No, it was I just me- bigger, sprawling, but it was still gross. I wasn't a roller coaster person, so I remember it being magical, dude. I remember it being the best place on earth, and it was cool that it's back open. But it's it's open in like a. I'll put Deep River in the same thing too. You you go to these places, Deep River Water Park in Maryville. You open the you go to these places and you go, this place would be and I'll put show place in the same category. Theater. This place would be so great if they had staffed it. Like you walk by and you go, Oh, that's where a vendor's supposed to be. That's cool. There's supposed to be food there, but it's shut down. Like you go to show place you know, sixteen or twelve mm-hmm. or whatever, and they go and they go like Hey, one of the cool things about this place is you don't have to go all the way to the front to get popcorn because there's one right outside. Well, within five years, it was like just they put cardboard cutouts right. and crap back there. That's how great America was. It's like this place rules. We, I go, I, I haven't been there it's in a long time. It's set up to be awesome. Yeah, so I walk by and I go, Dexter, you're going to love it, dude. There's this thing where you put in like a dollar and you get to do remote control boats. You get to drive the boats around the river. We go up there. There's bags over like all the things. Like there's no boats in the water. <laughs> I was like, okay. And we go, oh man, there's, there's this spot for like there's, there's two, there's a log ride and there's the Yankee Clipper and they go like towards each other and they cross paths kind of. It's so cool because you see them and they see you. Mm-hmm. The log rides up, but the Yankee Clipper, <laughs> not, not so much. There was, I mean, it's still awesome, but there was so many spots where like, oh, there's supposed to be nachos there. That's supposed to be a lemonade stand, but there's just no one there. Because mm-hmm. people are just like, hey, we're only making X amount of dollars, so we're going to hire X amount, Y amount of employees. And... Yeah, this place could be great, but we're just not, we're not, it's too expensive to run it. Mm-hmm. You know, so there was a lot of that. Even bigger observation, guess what people don't wear anymore? Shirts. Women wear shirts, but that's it. <laughs> well, that's you said it. people. That's it. What? Well, some of these are. I know you didn't want to be gender specific and offend anybody. No, I don't, I don't see any differences. But what I thought were women, just shirts now, dude. Brawls are gone. Oh, they're gone. Oh, they're done, dude. It's like the sixties again. I don't know if everybody burnt them or what. And knee jerk reaction is nice. Sweet trend, right? No, 
<laughs> it's like uh it's like a nudist colony. Right. Like you go like, oh dude, everyone's playing volleyball naked. This is gonna be so cool. And then you finally find out like who's there, and it's like, or like you go like, hey, there's this there's this beach in in France where where the women are the topless. naked people dance. <laughs> yeah, there's a hole in the wall, right. and like, and then you go, oh, but what I didn't realize that it's all just gross people that want to participate in this behavior. Well, there's a brawless theme happening in America. And it ain't what you think it is. Well, and if you remember, Jerry Seinfeld brought us Bad Naked, where his girlfriend <laughs> was like a 10. However, she was like coughing. She was like doing things in his apartment, always naked, and she started coughing. And he was like, yeah, no. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And he decided to do everything naked, and she was like, we can't have this. I just it doesn't mean, matter. At some point, it's like the, there are some things you can't do naked. But you're saying that these people shouldn't be doing things clothed, let alone naked. Yeah. What I'm saying is like... You need all the help the world can offer you. Why would you? Why would you? Why would especially you? Especially if you think, you know, especially a lot of women that are are well endowed complain that they have back issues mm-hmm. because of the the weight in the front. So it's like, why wouldn't you want to harness the power? Dude, roller coasters go upside down. Yeah. <laughs> Two black eyes. <laughs> this, is a, this is a nightmare waiting to happen. It was so funny to me. It's, at one point, I finally had to look to my wife, and I go are you noticing this? And she's like, what? And I was like, what? <laughs> As she's pulling her bra. Yeah. So we're on the demon. As he's going, woo, she throws it, steals it over her shoulder and goes, am I noticing it? I'm a flag waving participant. But uh, yeah, no. So that was, that was a little bit disturbing. And then every once in a while, it's like, well, that is okay. That's not the worst thing to see. But then it's, it's uncomfortable because you're in these long lines. So you cross them every two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's two and a half minutes where I got to pretend I don't notice and look the other way. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's when you do that, ladies, you make it, even if it's a good thing, you sort of make it uncomfortable for us too. Because it's like what you're doing. Poor you. Poor you. Poor, what you're doing is like. <laughs> no, I meant poor you. Me specifically? You, yeah. No, and poor, you're making a case for you being a victim. Of- I am a victim. <laughs> you don't know what it's like. I do know what it's ladies, like. I've also been out in the world. Ladies, okay, you know what? Like, for all the creeps that are staring at you at your chest, you don't know how hard it is to be that creep. Listen, that creep's got to be in line, and every two and a half minutes, I got to look the other way. And if I look the other way, what if there's something over there I'm not supposed to be looking? Mm. I'm just saying, we. I'm just saying I need ground rules. Lock it up. I, it, I'm trying to lock it up, but not I'm saying- you. I meant the girls. We need ground rules, okay? Right. You're doing something sense. that just, in my DNA, it makes me- even if I don't stare, I just, for a second, you go, huh? What's, now I could, okay, if you had a third limb, at, okay, perfect example. I was at a festival not that long ago. A guy had no fingers. Well, he had one finger. It was like a little nub thing. Mm. And um, first of all, he came up to me. This is not a joke. This, dude, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I don't know. I don't, this is not a joke. This really happened. Guy comes up to me. He's got one sort of finger. Mm. It's. Dude, I'm not making fun of him. What you got? It's, yeah, I'm very grateful that I have all my, my fingers. Right, gotta I have, shake what your mama gave. I have you skinny ET fingers, but but I have ten of them. I'm very grateful for that. This guy didn't. He had like a knob thing. It's fine. I'm. That's unfortunate. But when you come up to me and the first point of conversation you make is he asked me about my silicone ring thing. So I have one of those wedding rings. That's um. That son of a bitch. Listen, here's another reason why I'm a victim. Okay, this kind of made me uncomfortable. He made me uncomfortable. <laughs> so uh, I wear one of those wedding bands. It's not metal. It's like a silicone one. This guy with one finger sort of goes, hey, man, do you like those? 
You went fingers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I was sort of, it reminded me of Kingpin. No, you should be like, no, actually, I hate him. I can't, but you're so lucky. It reminded me of Kingpin when she looks at him and she goes, hey, how much did, what, she goes, what do you think that thing's worth or whatever? And he's like, uh. For his rubber hand? For his rubber hand, hand right. Um, so he goes, do you like those? And I tried my best to not be like, Why? <laughs> You know what I mean? So I just go, yeah. I because he can never be loved enough to get a wedding ring, or because well, he, he if he ha- but if he has one finger, should he not floss it out? <laughs> so you got one, so yeah. Where the <laughs> he should have like Chinese finger cuffs on it or whatever, like whatever you want. Game over do. for him then. Yeah, he's really be stuck. <laughs> yeah. Sticks it under his toe, sure and he's got is. real problems. Now he can't walk. But okay. Well, the problem is when he wipes his butt, he's going to lose his wedding ring. I don't remember about his left hand. So the left okay. hand might have had digits. It could have had nine fingers. <laughs> one hand had one. The other, this is where it's going to be crazy, had 19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One had nine and one had one. So it takes before he does have time. So, hey. You should it, see this guy's 12 6. No, he was, ball. He was a. <laughs> He threw one mean fucking slider. So, no, he's a good guy, though. He's a nice guy. And so he asked me, but I'm not done. I'm not done. He asked me, I wasn't going to tell the story. So he asked me about the ring. I tell him, I do a, I do a good minute and a half. I start rambling. I'm like, yeah, no, it's nice. They're comfortable, but they're, they have different colors, different sizes. Some, are, some of them cost different amounts. And I don't know. They're nice because they're not metal. And, you know, they're... Why? No, so I so I did that. So he and then I say, yeah, they're very nice. I didn't push the limit. I didn't say you want one or you want to try it on or nothing like that. Then he pulls out a, a cigar. Um, all right. So he pulls out a cigar, and you're more familiar with this than me. But he wants to clip off the end, right? Mm-hmm. He wants to do the nub, or he wants to. He wants to. He wants to. Moly, moly, moly. He wants to cut the end. He wants to cut the end of it off. He pulls it out, and then um. He's trying to do it with the nub, but he's he's got like a you know. All right, dude. He's figured out how to do I'm, it though. I mean, I'm going to hell. This I'm not making fun of him. All right, he's a, he's a nice guy. So he takes. What does it have to do whether he's nice he's, or not? Because still doesn't change the fact that you're a terrible human. No. <laughs> so so he's trying to to do. He's got like a, you know, like with anyone with a with a uh, otherly otherly abled. Right. Uh, they find ways. They find like ways around it, you know. Right. So he gets the cigar out. Definitely don't need help from an ableist like you. <laughs> he goes, to sh- <laughs> Sean, look at you and all your fancy fingers. <laughs> uh, he takes out to cut it and he drops his thing. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, Do I pick no. him up? Pick him up? <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. Do I? <laughs> He's a little person too. <laughs> it would be so much better if he was. No, but then he drops the cutter and the cigar. And I'm just like, do I pick it up for him? Or is it like, uh, or is he going to get mad? No, you like, just need to fake a heart attack. Like my <laughs> like my, my mom's dad, my grandpa on my mom's side used to. Um, That's how that works. In case you, you know. Uh, he used to like want to get up and I would, I was like five, you know what I mean? But when somebody tried to help him, he'd get mad. He'd be like, oh, I got, I got, I got this, I got this. And it was, it was clearly difficult. Mm. And it was like, it's been four minutes. Can we please just give you a hand? He's like, no, the, the, the Japs didn't kill me. This isn't going to kill me either, you know? So I don't know if it was going to be like that. So he drops his cigar and thing, and I just kind of stare, and we're kind of looking at each other for a second. I wasn't sure if he's like, dude, I got a, can you pick it up? I got a nub, you know? And I was like, no. But I, he's, he's a man, and he's a nice guy, and I'm not trying to disrespect him. So he picked up his thing. 
he had a way he uh he had a way to get it lit and uh and and then he i mean he, you know i feel like you could put the cigarette the cigar end that you smoke in your mouth in your teeth and then use your full hand worth of fingers to clip off the back but again i don't know if it, i can't oh, remember okay. if it's left hand i was gotcha. so focused on the right i, gotcha. I think that i don't think either one of them were okay the way you would hope that they are so i don't even know why i guess trying to tell him the story what the boy was if oh yeah 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 because i'm a victim in this story because okay. he thrust it upon me right i was going to be a gentleman and not bring the nub up it's none of, hey you know what it's none of my business you get yeah. a nub i got dude i got a lot of weird body parts or whatever who knows right you don't know nobody knows they're all crazy uh, I wasn't going to bring it up, but when you come up to me and you go, Hey dude, uh, it's okay. Look, if I have, if I, if my arms are cut off at the elbow and I woke up and I go, do you, uh, do you like that Apple watch? <laughs> then that's going to be like, right. Hey, you did this. Now the guy with two arms is a victim. That's how I am with the brawless girls at great America yeah. or anywhere for that. But you especially because I'm just, I'm just here minding my own business. You brought that into my, um, field of vision mm -hmm. my fov as we call it in the creep circle you brought that into my field of vision i didn't want to look that you started it by bringing that now you could go further down this rabbit hole and you could just be like i think that's why those women should be dressed in bags and beekeeper outfits because you know i was hey. all i was also victimized this past week uh <laughs> my daughter i i introduced my daughter a couple weeks ago uh there's a this place called ziggy's Funland, which is it's like, in my opinion, a, a, a lower rent um, kids amusement park. It's got go kart, like you know, it's got go Wright's karts. barnyard. Remember that yeah, place? Yeah, I mean, it's like one of those. It's got it's, it's got batting cages, golf carts, like a little video arcade where you can redeem your 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 tokens or your tickets for terrible prizes yeah. and and uh, and whatnot. Anyway, they have the worst miniature golf course of all time. Instead of having like grades and tilts and you know holes that drop into things and go into other places they just have uh landscape bricks set up in different directions that you could you know bounce the ball off of like but this. everything everything's grade you know what i mean there's no yeah. there's no it, it, the, the green doesn't tilt to the left there's no hills and usually there's two tier places where you know you hit it and it goes down a pipe and then it it if it, it'll shoot out a little area near the yeah, hole. Yeah. They don't have any of that. They just have landscape bricks. And Dude, some of them are missing. That. Yeah. You're and they don't even have like the big uh like statues or anything. I think they have a couple windmills that don't work. They're but, just stationary. That's like every campground I've ever been to. Yes. Like you go to the campground, you go like, Oh, I gotta find our spot, and the kids go, Oh, mini golf. And I go, Don't even. <laughs> well, here's the thing about mini golf. I'm 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 exceptional at it. Um I don't wanna be. And I don't really like playing mini golf, but over time, sounds like a challenge um, to the listeners. I, I've uh, I, I've developed a little a little game. My daughter is ultra competitive. My we my son and my daughter went with me, and we both just destroyed my son. Your daughter then, destroyed your son. Yeah, That's she, we sad. wanted to go head to head because he, he he again he's like he's a sixteen year old boy who he thinks it's a driving range, and every time he has to hit the you know three greens over, uh, rather than the subtlety of of, of putting. It's a different game. So anyway, now she gets in her mind that, you know, she is, she loves mini golf and we have to find every miniature golf course in the area wow. so we can uh, see what, what else is out there. So we drove out to Valparaiso. There's a place called Zao Island and Zao Island is like a, 
you know, it's like a nicer version of, of it, it used to be a Wright's Barnyard. It's better. Yeah. They have the nicer batting cages, a nicer they laser arcade. Tag. They have laser tag. This one does too, but they have an indoor laser tag. Oh, it's right. like legit. Um, and they have two miniature golf courses. Like they, so they can house a bunch of people golfing at the same time. There's two, they, they go opposite directions and they kind of nice intertwine thing. two paths. I still don't really um, like it, but it's nice. Yeah. So what is that? 36 holes? Yeah, 36 holes. You can go you either go on this 18 or you go on this 18, That's but you don't a lot. you don't get the you don't get to golf both. No. Um but it's just to keep the line moving. Now, I will tell you this, for a person who has social anxiety such as myself, and when I say anxiety, I mean I just don't like people and it makes me anxious because I want to um explain to people that I I'm not a fan of them. When you miniature golf in a twosome most people miniature, unless you're on a date, most people, you know, it's their family. There's five people in their, their party. Some people take their old grandmas with. And look, yeah. I'm out there to play a hard 18. I want to yeah. get in. I want to get out. I want to maybe hit the batting cages. I'm going to have to play a couple of games. I'm not going to be there. I, I don't want to be there all day. You play through if you have to. That's, you, you know. But when the course is full, you really don't have that choice. So you got your visor. We on. got stuck in between. Uh, there was five, a group of five, and for a mom and like a, a couple of her kids, and then maybe they had some friends with them. And then behind us, there was a group of like four teenagers that were also, you know, acting goofy, but they were a bit competitive, but also pushing us. So I can't get, I can't move forward because I have to wait on these people. The people behind me are making me not be able to concentrate on my game because. They want to also play, and we're you know we're only two people, so it's quick for myself. Yeah, so it's not even like while you're waiting, you can do that hole again for fun. Like we'll just do this one again. You can't because there's people behind you. So add there is a disgruntled old man. Now we've talked about this before of all the the garbage jobs anybody could have. The most miserable job is the ticket redeemer. It's it's there's nothing uh. worse. When you are the ticket redeemer, I don't care what age you are, you you age quickly like dog years. Um, That's true. Because the prizes are terrible. Everybody's, nobody follows the rules. Everybody's handing you their cards. Everybody's, you know, arguing and they're trying to get a little extra and they're, you know, whatever. It's they just, all it's, just get a kazoo and they're like, I really want that Xbox. It, it's it's awful. So um, there was a guy that was out there on the course and he was a, obviously a retired guy who was weed whacking. While I'm literally, I took a, a snap a Snapchat video of it. While I was literally putting, <laughs> the guy weed whacked a week's worth of grass growth on to the putting green while I'm doing it. And I put my, I put my club up and looked at the guy. He made eye contact with me, put his head down and just kept on going. And I was like, is this guy, I looked to the people behind me. I was like, is this dude for real? Because I will, as Adam Sandler would say, Carlton fist this guy's head in. Yeah. You, you go know? like happy Gilmore. In yeah. The like I was like, dude, is this guy serious? Like, I mean, I am, I just paid, whatever it was, $26 for me and my nine-year-old daughter to play uh, 18 holes, you couldn't have waited. And he was probably like, nah, there's so many people here. I just got to do what I got to do. Yeah, but can't you have it like, can't you have the grass? Listen, if you, if you put it on the course, then you got to come back and sweep that up or something. Yeah, absolutely. So we play all the way through. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm out of my mind. <laughs> and I go to turn my stuff in and I'm with my daughter. I'm like, you know, there's, Three teenagers in the booth where you turn your your uh, your club back in and your balls and see they don't they're they're not going to rectify the situation they don't care about your experience but, but the adults wouldn't do anything it irritates me because nobody cares you will not get sad no one ever apologizes no one no one ever they just are like hey it's kind of the way it is and I knew that in my head so I but I could never stop myself 
I still feel the need to say I need to be heard and somebody is going to at least hear a snide comment out of me. So I turn my stuff in and they're all having their own conversation and I sort of stand there and wait. They look to me and they say, oh, um, you know, have a great day. And uh, and I said, well, I hope I, I have a better time than I did out on the golf course. And one of the young ladies that was in there between two teenage boys says, oh, what do you mean? And I said, well, there's some old guy who clearly hates his life who is weed whacking all over the miniature golf course while people are trying to miniature golf. And then one of the guys goes, Oh yeah, but he's going to, he's right now he's coming back with the weed whacker. I go, that didn't do me any good though. It didn't do me any oh, good. Come back now, with the, with the blower. now he got to, by the time I got you to said, hole wait, eight, you the blower. Yeah. Okay. By the time I got to hole eight, he's weed whacking. By the time I get done, he's now gone back and he's, he's weed blowing the, you know, the grass out or leaf blowing the grass away. And I guess I half expected them to be like, well, Hey, how could we, can we give you a free round or did you want to jump on the other course, which I wouldn't uh, have anyway. People don't do that anymore. Nah, nah, there's none of that. It's like, Hey, sorry for that experience. And I'm thinking, you know what? What if I went to the manager? What if I, and they're just mm. like, I don't get No, don't that give, guy doesn't care either. Nobody, ca- nobody cares. <laughs> they're like, we're trying to hit on this chick right now, dude. Like you, can we help you with anything else? He's like, dude, this job used to get paid seven and some weird politics happened. Now I get $12 an hour and I still don't do anything. They have live alligators there though. So that, yeah, that is pretty, dude. that's pretty awesome. You know, but it doesn't take away. I wish I'd thrown that guy into the alligator pit. But I thought the ticket ripper or the ticket, you know, whatever counter is is the worst job. And then I I I imagined that that guy was once a ticket counter, and then he got too old. They aged him out like a menudo, and they're like, "Hey, bro, yeah. all we got left is leaf blow, uh, weed whack, and leaf blow." And he's like, "I can do that, but I'm going to do it my way, uh, just like Sid Vicious. I'm gonna do it my way, and yeah. uh, it's not gonna be good." And everyone else is just like, "Well." Just however, man. It's fine. Yeah. They were like, listen, uh, you can't put the helmets on the laser taggers anymore. It's been one too many incidents. <laughs> now, I... You got to go whack weeds for your way like Frank Sinatra. For anyone who's wondering, um, I destroyed my daughter. Handily. I even got down and did the pool cue shot a couple times. That's a times. good move. Yeah, yeah, I do that too if it's that, close. Yeah. Or I do the you know aloof one-handed tap in. But I don't uh, know if that's a good move. It's, it might even be harder. I only do it when I know I can make it. And for okay. when you're doing it against a nine-year-old, they're they're like, "Wow, that's an asshole move." But if you were yeah. on a first date, not a, not a hot move to do. It's probably it's probably not going to get you a second. No, date. do you remember? Like I remember in high school, that was like there was that one on forty-one, like Sherville. Yeah, Sherville Golf Center. Sherville Golf Center, and that mm. was like the spot, dude. Yeah, like you just got your license, go up there, right. dude. It was like nice yeah. and new. Can't, was can't have anything nice. No, you can't. <clears throat> you got ruined. Uh, that's that, you know you just proved the point. Your story and my story were two different sides of the same coin, and both those coins, the value of those coins, are you guys shouldn't be going out in public. Well, because I, I got a creep status or whatever, <laughs> and and you get mad at old men for weed whacking. I then went to the batting cages, and I you know I bring my own batting gloves always, and I have my own I have my own setup, um, and I usually rock the batting cages. In fact. I usually do so well. I bet I then begin to bet left-handed to really rub it into my daughter. Like, I don't understand what the problem is here. Like I'm betting so, left-handed. Now I will tell you that their fast pitch baseball at Zao Island. No joke. No joke. I got iced. I dude. And I was laughing. I, I, do the I was pitch laughing. Ever. I'd get murdered. Like I can, I think it. So at, at Ziggy's, it'll tell you, I think it's like maybe 76, 78 for their fast pitch. 
This is faster. That's still pretty this fast. This is faster. I can hit I can hit that one left-handed. I cannot even dude. I don't think I can I hit la- it if it was in the 50s. I laughed so hard at myself. And and I once I got into this laughing mode because I was so humiliated. I'm like, I'm in a batting cage. There is absolutely nothing to distract me. It's just me and this machine. And and um how deflated did it make your daughter when she saw you get dominated? She already went to another cage, which okay. I was happy about. <clears throat> all right, yeah. But I... So far, the theme has been like, we're going to do stuff I'm good at. Yeah, no. Uh, I rocked all the other... I, then I, after that, I went in and slap bunted a couple times in her cage. And I was like, you, you can't do this yet. So let's, you know... What's a uh, slap bunt? So it's, it's like softball players. What they do is it's almost like a Happy Gilmore style bunt where as you go, to, instead of dropping down a regular bunt, you cross your, your, your back leg. Okay, if you're batting, the okay. back leg would go first. You step with that. You, you cross your leg over, and you, you, chop, you like slap the ball down Just so you're already down. running. But instead of okay. a bunt, which you would put like gingerly down or it would, it would roll, yeah. this might chop and hop rather than, you know what I mean? It's like an intentional grounder to get you. Yeah, but it's an, it's, it, well, no, because it's going to pop back up a lot of times too. Like if you chop the ball, oh. it's going to, so that way they can't catch it on a fly. It's going to hit the ground and pop over somebody's head, and it's, you're hitting it velocity. You're not trying to just tap difficult it. to do properly, but the leg, the footwork is where is the hardest part. That's but, the hard part. Okay. But anyway, uh, I was I I have to go back there now. I have to go back there before to the season. The fast is over. Pitch? I have to do it, dude. And I I I I, I you should go by yourself. I want to hear a few from times. other people who are who are bragging about this cage because it's a it's a really nice facility. You should go by yourself, and then once you kind of get it, then bring your kid back and be it's like, so I far. haven't been here so in a long far. time. It is. Yeah, it's <clears> a good drive. Yeah, dude. Last last thing. All right, so it's just funny. We're talking about how, like, <laughs> we can't go anywhere. Uh, my wife now, since she watched Curb, she's watched all the episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm with me, she's like, I now realize, like, how much you are like him in that, like, you'll make something normal. All of a sudden, just, like, you'll ruin it by being, by being whatever. She was going to a birthday party for one of my kids' friends. They were having it at this pool in a subdivision. It was, like, a nice thing. They had a tent and everything. And she goes, you, sh- you should come and, and go. And I said, no, because there's this certain... I, first of all, I had other stuff to do. But I go, I'm not staying because there's a guy there who, for some reason, every time I'm around him, I say something stupid. I put my foot... Like, dude, you can set the Mayan calendar <laughs> to it or however that phrase works. Every time I see him, I can't just keep my mouth shut. I always have to break the silence to say something and I always get it wrong. Every time. And I go, dude, that guy's going to be there. And he's a nice guy. It's not him. And I, I'm trying to be a nice guy. I'm trying my best. I go, but I always say something dumb. She goes, no, it'll be fine. So I, I don't go, but I come to pick him up. And I'm like waving the kids to the car. She's like, no, come stop. They got food and chicken kebabs. So I go and I'm eating. And this guy's like busy doing other stuff. And I'm going, all right, just we're, we're, we, we were out of this. We got out of it without, you know, unscathed because I didn't have to exchange pleasantries and screw myself up. And I'm there. Next thing you know, there's the cake. You got to stay for the cake. And I was like, ah, I got to get good. And my son's like, no, I want cake. All right, we'll stay for a minute. Finally, somebody told me that this guy was running around. They said that he's been, he's like a, a good uncle. He's a good uncle. He's been taking care of one of the babies. This a boy. There's mm-hmm. a boy. Doesn't matter the names, but I'm just going to tell you some of this. like Game of Thrones, how many players there are. There's a little boy in that little, like like two or whatever. Mm-hmm. That little boy has long, curly brown hair, and they haven't cut it. So it looks, you know, kind of like a girl's hair. But it's cute. What it's, would be typically thought of as a girl's haircut. Anybody can have any kind of hair. <laughs> or Leif Garrett. 
Right, right. So he's got he's really super super handsome, cute little kid. He's got super I don't know what he's, he's a cute kid. Gotta he's got to see the baby. You gotta see the, the baby was what are they saying, Seinfeld? Oh, that baby was I don't remember. Too tired. Uh, like, uh, some guy complimented Elaine. It's used the same term to mm. call the baby, like breathtaking or something. Anyways, this baby's got long hair and, and, and it's cute. And we had mentioned it before in conversation. So I thought, okay, don't stick your foot in your mouth. Everyone talks about the kid's long hair. If you have to say something, just go like, ah, oh, this, this kid's got such cool long hair. Like, I, that was my, I don't know. I didn't have any, I didn't have any material. So that's my go to. I go, if you get in a pinch and you're talking to this dude, just go, boy, look at his hair. You're complimentary. You're not saying too much. You can't just talk about the socks. You can't just talk about just Eloy's chest. I thought about it saying, why does he wear it like a bathrobe? But I can't, this guy's not a big baseball guy. Mm. So he comes up to me holding this little kid wearing a like tan-colored like cheetah outfit. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, huh. Like now I'm. It's a little bit like I go, oh, okay. Like that's it seemed kind of like a girl's outfit, mm-hmm. but but it was tan. It wasn't like pink. So long hair, cheetah outfit. I was like, well, that's okay. You know, all right, but <laughs> well, whatever. Hey, hey, you do you, right? So we're talking. Everybody's hanging out. They do the cake. I'm trying to get out of there, but I see him. And now I can't be rude because it's weird if I don't even say hi. So I go up to him. I say, hey, what's up, man? How you been? Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Good. I'm good. There's like a pregnant pause. So I go, oh, man. I go into my bit. I go, look at the hair on, on this little guy. I, it's it's so awesome. I like how you guys let his hair grow long. It's just, it's really cool. You always know when you see this long curly hair, you know that like, that that's, that's, that's that little guy, you know? And then, dude, there was like a three Mississippi. And he like looked down, looked up at me, kind of stared at me like, I can't believe you're at this party. Why are you here? And he goes... No, no, no. This is, it was his daughter. I didn't know he had a kid too. So it was his daughter. So I called his daughter a boy. I did. I did a hard 35 seconds on what a handsome boy he was holding. And he's like, no. Strong like bull. Yeah. I was like, look, it looked like a few years, this kid will be carrying a plow. (laughs) No, but I, but so he just looked at me. He wasn't totally disgusted, but he clearly was just like, I just want to walk away. Like, I don't want to talk to this. He did it again. You know? And I was like, ah, and then I go, oh, oh, because I just, you know, I, was, I, I, always, I saw the hair and I just, I thought maybe, and he's like, no, he's like, that's the boy over there. And he pointed to, there's another kid. He's got a crew cut. There's another kid. There's another kid. Yeah. There's another kid with bald tattoos. No, but the other kid was clearly wearing like boys clothes. Yeah. So then I was like, but dude, okay. You got to trust your kids. So we know what's up. Okay, mm. like if if, I, if if this kid had been wearing a dress or something remotely like that, then I would have been like, that's not the boy, don't say it. So I immediately walked over to my wife and I go, I, I did it again. She goes, oh, what'd you say? I go, I, I, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. I was like, Dex, grab your cake. Let's get out of here, dude. <laughs> well, I always like doing this and, and throwing the suggestion out that, you know, somewhere in an alternate universe, this guy's doing a podcast and he's like, look, I didn't want to bring it up, but this, this, this asshole shows up. <laughs> And he just just to just to grill my onions every time. He's he got some smart ass comment to make. I don't know if he's jealous of me. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like in his mind, what when he sees you, he's like, "This guy is he going to mess with me again?" Like I don't understand what this dude's motive is. He's why like can't a, he just say it's sunny out today? Right. He has or to, that thing about Eloy. Why? Why can't he just bring up the White Sox? <laughs> right. He comes in, he starts eating shish kebabs. 
What if right the next away. time he sees you, he's like, you know, I'm a baseball guy. Right? I do like baseball. Can we talk baseball? He goes, before you say something, uh, I'm good with baseball. Like, if you want to bring up an Eloy talk. Just to, to earmark specifically what day this is, this is the day of the Field of Dreams uh, Sox versus Yankees baseball game, which I was watching as you came in here. And I do have a TV in here. However, I don't have a box for it, so we couldn't uh, continue to watch uh, it. Oh, yeah, we so, could have saw Eloy. I wonder if he's is he doing that with he got, He's he, got to be doing that with the South, too, right? He hit a dinger. But is he oh, doing yeah. that with his jersey? Yeah, with, with his throwback jersey. He's yes. wearing a throwback to where it looks like the 30s. He's yes. like, but in my 1930s, yeah. we open our... Oh, all the way to his navel. So, yeah, man, I guess the overall theme is like this week I tried to go in public and I fell flat each time. We were running long on time here, but I wanted to, uh, I'm not even going to tease it. I'm just going to say this. If, if you haven't seen it already and people are telling you to watch the Val Kilmer documentary on Netflix, don't listen to those people. You know, a lot of times people will say like, oh, you know, documentaries are great. And I would agree. Uh, and you learn a lot about a person when it's a the documentary is him himself putting the documentary together about his life and telling his story um from where he is now to how he got to that point it's the most depressing thing you'll ever see he's still alive um <laughs> i didn't know there's anything wrong with him yeah he's got throat cancer um he is he is cancer? a physical shell of his former self but he seems to be in somewhat good spirits for five percent of the documentary so he just really went way downhill he can't talk he has one of the like uh, you know the hole where he has to push on the thing like the, to, um, yeah the, the uh the stoma hole and the like the voice from box. south park yeah yeah He's and uh um, right for us it's not great it's not great but i mean it basically i guess it's his descent he's reflecting on like hey this is you can still find um the meaning of life in the small things you know uh, my brother died, okay. you know, and I'm still here. And, but then, you know, all my money was taken and I don't, I can't work anymore because, you know, I'm an actor and nobody wants a guy that has to has, use a voice box to talk in a movie. He's like, mm, I'm your uncle Barry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he now goes around and does like autograph signings. And he's basically saying at one point, like, Hey, I don't want to be disrespectful to other dudes who make a living because it's an honest living, but like, he's like, I'm making money on people's memories of stuff I did a long time ago. Like I can't create anything new. It's just impossible for me to do. Um, I don't understand. But they show a lot of the documentaries footage. He took with, you know, handheld video cameras on movie sets. And you know, when he Wait, was where in top money gun, go? he's in. So many- uh, he was a real estate investor and his dad, his dad, okay. had, his dad had created a bunch of shell companies and he invested with his dad and he had to pay off a bunch of, uh, of money that his dad, uh, he, he, he some, some, some risky business happened, uh, yeah. and, uh, he, he had to pay for it, but he owns like a, an art gallery still. I mean, he's, he's, he's definitely doing better than you and I as far as financially. <laughs> I just keep uh, picturing him going like, you're dangerous maverick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why this, can't, why can't this, he produce? This is no good. Or something. It's no good. I'm just saying it's, it's so a lot of times people will be like, and it's the hot thing right now. People are like, have you seen Val? Have you seen Val? And it's like, I never heard of it. I don't know, man. I, I could have, you could have just, somebody could have given me the synopsis I just gave you. And I'd be like, eh, I'm good. I'm good. I've seen pictures but of them. It's enough. A lot of people got sick. They didn't alternate Jake the Snake Roberts. I don't, I don't understand. I it. mean, what do you mean? I mean, like he got, he got throat cancer. So like he can't do anything anymore. Like, I mean, he, he's, how can you be a rich, famous actor? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I got sick. Like, well, I, I mean, he, his, his movies were because he was handsome and he, he had, uh, you know, he could deliver lines. <laughs> he is no longer handsome, do. and he, yeah. you know, he's a little weathered. 
Um, <laughs> it's just not, it's, it's not happy. And, and they don't all have to be happy, but this one is extra sad because you're like, he's still here. He's trying to put his best foot forward. And you're like, guy, look, I don't have half the, 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 the mountain in front of me that you have already behind you. Um, but I'm feeling pretty rough about my life. And, uh, I don't know where I would be like, it's motivational in the fact that he's a strong person, but you realize that you're not a strong, I don't know. That's how I felt. I came out of it going like, I, I would have gone, like I told you before with the zombie apocalypse where my wife was just like, I would just, I'd end it all. And I wouldn't make a list of five most depressing documentaries. This is, uh, this is up there, man. This is up there, uh, but Val is still he's still uh, he's still doing it. What are my By favorites? Doing it, I mean like, you know, eating and sleeping. You know that that he's, he's still, yeah. I always appreciate. It. Now I told my wife, I said, you know, like he's a notorious a hole. Like people thought he was kind of a a little bit of a prick to work with. Was he was a little bit kiss, of a kiss, diva. Bang bang, or whatever. Yeah, he's in that too. That's good. Uh, I liked him, but I mean, I'm talking about on the set. He seemed to be like sort of a diva, and he addresses it. He's just like, yeah, I'm a perfectionist, and if people don't want to make a perfect movie, yeah, I get but upset. Did he go like, mm, it's gotta be perfect. <laughs> Pretty much, he did. <laughs> I would keep doing that. If we gotta stop. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. All right, that's episode 293. We will see you. I'd like to see you next week, but uh, we'll be mm. around. Hey, 21st, I'm playing at Bugaboos in Cedar Lake, and 28th, I'm playing at Beverly Shores Marina. Come out, say hi. Later. Later.